Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan live um, for Friday, the 23rd of June. Um, and this is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. So after an eventful couple of days, we've actually got these markets kind of moving very slowly in line with our expectations. Uh, and we're in three current trades this week now. Um, and they're making a bit of progress, which is good. And uh, it looks like as if we're seeing other correlations um, join the party as well. So, um, so far, so good, but potential more upside um, to be gained from. So uh, let's get let's get straight into it and we'll sort of break it down and explain it in a bit more detail. Uh, please see a risk warning currently up on screen. And uh, as always, just be mindful of the environment in which you're, which you're involved in. Um, so as a quick introduction, all profitable traders, they need to be able to consider which markets to trade. So trade selection, there's thousands of markets to choose from, which markets should get your attention. And, and of course, why do we want to be trading those particular markets? And then once you've decided which markets to trade, you need to have a bit of a methodology in terms of trade entries and trade exits. Uh, risk management, an important feature. Um, an inability to to manage risk effectively will just uh, cause you you know significant um, losses. Um, something to be to be really aware of, and make sure you put some basic measures in place to make sure that if you experience kind of tough market conditions, that you don't end up blowing up your trading account because of it. Uh, which unfortunately, quite a number of traders do that. Um, how do you manage each trade of course to a successful outcome so we're in a nasdaq trade which you know, progressed in our favor and we were in a considerable bit of profit and it became this important for us um yesterday to actually mitigate risk on that trade so we removed 70 percent of the risk in that particular trade um and we moved it to a level where if the market reversed a lot more aggressively than what it did we didn't want to be in it at that particular price so this is what trade management is all about it's not kind of random it's it needs to be a little bit more uh, considered and then trading psychology important feature of course of these financial markets and just to let you know we discuss these considerations live every day in our trade rooms where we discuss trades and, and what, what we're trading and why we're trading it and things like that and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use and um, disciplined with our capital and of course just the need really to be patient is, is quite an important one so um, so let's get straight into it then so um, let's start with Forex Factory we'll have a look so just to review the last couple of days um, We've had Jerome Powell grilled by uh, politicians in the US on Wednesday, uh, Fed Chair testifies. And then yesterday he was uh, he was up again uh, in the Senate. So um, I suppose not just Jerome Powell, which sort of maintained his kind of hawkish stance um, within here as well. We've also seen a series of central bank rate hikes. So the 
the SMB raised 20, 25 basis points, just slowly inching higher. Um, the BOE need to do a, a little bit more work to the upside, but a bit of a surprise 50 basis point rate hike for the for the uh, for the BOE. It was a it was a surprise 50 basis point rate hike, which we were kind of anticipating that they 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 may do that, and um, and that's what we saw. So we'll have a look at the pound in just a second. Uh, unemployment claims are still very marginally ticking higher. Of course, the whole policy behind the Fed's approach is to to see uh, softening across um, the jobs market, and to do that, you need to see unemployment claims start ticking higher, uh, job availability to start to, to to roll over to the downside, and uh, unemployment levels starting moving higher as well. So we're very slowly, very very slowly. Uh, inching in that direction and this is because of the lag of raising rates from zero to five percent in such a short period of time <clears throat> um so really we have this hawkish backdrop um and that is good because it kind of fits with our kind of narrative of you know if we do have you know hawkish sentiment we've got a, a narrative that we, we we're, we're focusing on on trying to execute um, and I'll show you that in just a second. The only thing we have today now is a series of services and manufacturing PMI numbers. So as we've been seeing for the last 12 months, uh, services PMIs are, are performing really well and are, and are still expanding. So considerable growth across um, the services sector and not just in one jurisdiction either across the French economy, um, the German economy, the Eurozone as a whole, also the UK economy as well as performing well and expanding and the US. So, um, so services across the board are performing remarkably well. It's the manufacturing that's getting, getting hit and um, we're gonna be interested to see, you know, these numbers are like 45, 45, 43, 44, 46 um, and 48 so they're below 50 so they're contracting so manufacturing bases are getting smaller uh, services are, are, are expanding so what we're looking for is a is a strong deviation away from these forecasted numbers and uh, that can cause a bit of volatility but we're probably likely to get pretty close to these numbers we would assume maybe some a little bit up some a little bit down but broadly speaking these numbers come in fairly accurate most of the time so we've just been monitoring it as we go through the morning um, nothing else really um it is a bank holiday across the, uh, the chinese market today um so that's more of an issue really overnight um wouldn't really impact the rest of the day to any great extent so let's have a look at these charts so um i suppose what's worth looking at is the is the narrative that we're we're looking to trade so let me just start with that first 
So if we have a hawkish, not just a hawkish Fed, but across the board, we're seeing more and more rate hikes at a time when, you know, there was some commentators anticipating, you know, have we, have we pushed high, have we pushed rates higher quickly enough? And uh, should we, you know, be pausing and, and all of this sort of dovish kind of rate pivot kind of talk um we're clearly nowhere near that so that's why this hawkish fed narrative is worth looking at holding rates higher for longer that type of sort of justification for these market moves and under under in situations like this you'd be looking for kind of risk off market conditions so you'd be looking for um You'd be looking for the indices to actually take a roll over to the downside. Now they 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 had a little bit of a bounce yesterday, but um, still a lot of the the narrative is really around sort of hawkish central banking. So as a result, we we would expect the U.S. indices to actually take a roll over to the downside. We'd be looking for dollar pushing higher, we're looking for bond yields to tick higher, which they currently are, and we'd look for the commodities to roll over to the downside. So <clears throat> keeping all that in mind, today now we've got indices lower, we've got the pound, sorry, we've got the uh, the dollar, looks like they're currently strengthening across the euro dollar, uh, the pound dollar, the New Zealand dollar, um, even strengthening a little bit in gold. We had a, a nice move yesterday and the dollar Swiss is, is finally kicking on to the upside as well with oil down. We had a bit of a rollover yesterday in oil. So we have that narrative fitting in quite nicely. Um, let me share with you two-year bond yields. And, and what's happening here as well, they're not only just ticking a little bit higher, we had the peak of 5.05, I think it was. Yeah, 5.06. Um, so we're obviously inching, inching up to that. So this is supporting that little rollover to the downside, but also the inversion between the two-year treasury yield and the 10-year is actually increasing. So we're now up at 100 um, basis point differential between the two. Again, just implies you know that we're heading towards a recession, and that feeds into that. That's that's a, an outcome of all of these rate hikes would would be the expectation for. Um, they're trying to impact the demand side so much that it, it effect, effectively causes a bit of a, a recession. Now, again, there's many commentators that talk about a soft landing, whereas, you know, we don't want to close off the, the hard landing option just yet because things can change really, really quickly. Um, so where are the opportunities that we're looking for? And what are we looking to see happen this week now? So across the equity space, a bit of a bounce yesterday, and that bounce is, uh, that seemed to be a bit of a technical bounce yesterday. So our bias would be for further downside. We are still making progress really with the Dow as well. 
uh, lower. We've mitigated risk on the NASDAQ. We kind of retraced yesterday really quite aggressively. Our bias is still for further downside. Uh, price action, we didn't get too far away from booking in profit, but it did it did reverse really quite aggressively. And um, so a lot of these global indices are, are all sort of turning bearish at the same time. The Nikkei has taken a really strong um, well, roll over really, and um, Bitcoin is still up at this sort of twenty nine thirty thousand dollar level. Um, so I think it's fair to say we've got a kind of a risk off move kicking in, so we can look for opportunities there. U.S. oil just coming down to these lows. We probably expect U.S. oil to get down to seventy. $67 from here, so maybe a $2 move further lower eventually in the, in the not too distant future. You can see the downside trade here in gold, so that's fitting in with our overall narrative. The direction is pushing lower, and uh, we're being held up at these prices, but we'd expect further downside pretty soon. So then, where are we at with these equity markets? We saw the Nikkei take a strong roll to the downside. The yen over the course of yesterday, you know, continued to get really smashed. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, so performing well on these trades, that's for sure. And the dollar is now beginning to strengthen quite significantly against the yen yet again. So we've got, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of pushing back up to these highs. on the daily time frame. Um, Euro dollar. So our bias can absolutely be uh, looking for that dollar strength. Some trades will look a little bit better than others. This is a little bit on the ugly side from the Euro dollar because we, we, we closed above this little sort of four day range and then we peaked and then prices started to roll back over to the downside. So this was a trade we were talking about yesterday, which is, I mean, we, we, we took the trade in the dollar Swiss, not, not the euro dollar, but we could have added the euro dollar. Um, and I know some of our traders did. So we were selling at 0.975, have a stop loss above the, the 110.12. And um, a, nice, a nice move to the downside, the pound dollar. Yesterday, actually, the pound was, was really quite strong at a period and then started to roll over with significant aggression, decent range in the day's trading, but, you know, did chop everyone up uh, along the way. Uh, further upside for the dollar against the yen, further upside for the dollar against the Swiss franc. Um, a little bit of a bounce now today for, against the CAD. Um, further downside for the Aussie and the New Zealand. The Aussie dollar is in that sort of strange. We had a, a a massive pullback, which created a new a new structure, a new high, and then we've now retraced fifty percent of that previous move. So 
Price action is a is a bit a bit strange for the Aussie. Um, we took a small trade on this on Monday for a further downside before it kind of reversed, and and now that trade is beginning to kick in. So there could be uh, one or two additional opportunities in the dollar, uh, and we look for a downside as well in 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 the equities. You know, see if we break out this little range here, there might be an opportunity to start selling, selling that and the S&P. So just finishing off with the euro pound, strong bounce last three or four days, a bit of a rollover yesterday. Um, and the pound is looking sort of mildly stronger now. Euro yen, probably it's looking quite weak still across the board. And that that yen weakness is really due to the interest rate sort of policy divergence that we're that we've been talking about. The fact that the US were up at five point two five and the Japanese yen is down at minus zero point one because they're an exporting country, they're devaluing the um, their currency. Um, so it'll get to a point where the, the yen is too cheap, but the BOJ don't seem to think that that, that time is, is here just yet. So strong focus on manufacturing and services data due out today. And um, we're going to look for the best opportunities uh, in some of these markets now. So not a million miles away from yesterday's. We just didn't get that follow through yesterday that we were. In fact, we started to see strong pullback moves um, across most of these markets, but we can. Our market summary is still continuing risk off market conditions. And the fact that we got a pullback yesterday does create new structures for us to. You know, look to trade off. Uh, today so further us indice weakness yes still a corrective move potential uh, gold sorry potential dollar strength still that kind of corrective phase and um we've got a bit of a, a green light perhaps and it seems to be that that dollar strength seems to be kicking in across the board so we'd probably add hopefully one or two other dollar strength trades and potentially now, perhaps uh, an indice um, weakness trade and a, a dollar strength trade. Uh, gold, we had a good move in gold yesterday. We're now down much lower. I think 1914, are we? Uh, in gold, let me just confirm. 19, 1913. So we've actually got, we're taking profit down at the 1905. Let me double check that. Yeah, the 1905. So we're only sort of eight. $8 move away from uh, booking in profit on that trade. So hopefully that's a good one for us. Okay. Um, so this is going to be our bias really for the day. We're going to um, US oil, we're not really there yet. That risk of trade really the focus needs to be the dollar 
so we're much much lower um we'll just remove so we've got a little bit more of a straightforward focus today it's pretty much us indices to the downside and dollar uh, potential strength somewhere so <clears throat> we've got this very sort of hawkish central bank sort of backdrop so really our uh, normally we do break down individual trades but we're looking for kind of broad corrective moves across the u.s indices and um and we're going to have a look at for further the u.s indices strength so look that will be more than enough especially with um with these uh services and manufacturing pmi numbers coming out if there's any kind of weakness anyway you'd probably see a dollar strengthen in those markets uh, quite considerably so it looks like it's a really kind of bare um trade plan today and it, and it kind of is but um it's it's simple it's not overly complicated and it kind of fits with our overall narrative as well so as we know, we only need one or two profitable trades to, to sort of hit our targets for the week. So we're not we're not needing 10 winners or anything like that. Um, so we've got three open trades currently. We're, we're in a bit of profit in each of those trades with potential further upside expected at this point. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. We'll let you go. Um, our market summary is around continuing risk off market conditions. We're looking for indice weakness. US indice weakness and US dollar strength to focus on as well. Um, the narrative is, seems to be a little bit more on the right hand side of, um, of your screen, looking at that risk off indice lower, dollar higher. We've still got US bond yields creeping higher and also commodities are taking that little bit of a move to the downside as well. Great stuff. On that note, any questions, feel free to post them and we'll answer them before we close off. And thanks very much for joining us. We trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. And again at 12.45 um, p.m. for the U.S. trading session. For more information, just go to the livetradingroom.com. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.